Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, ArmorAll, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on ArmorAll products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at ArmorAll.com. ArmorAll, less work, more clean. Terms apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This podcast is brought to you by No One. And for one last time, I will sing for you. Ah. Smooth Operator. Smooth Operator. This week on the Pocket in My Ferme show, we talk about Sergio Perez finally getting a seat with Red Bull. What that means for Alexander Albon moving forward and why he may have been a little bit hard done by, as well as looking at the highlights and great moments from the top five races from this historic 2020 season. But enough jibber-jabbering. It's time to hand the mic over to the one and only, the granddaddy, the big papa pump, the king P-I-I-M-F. He thinks pimping is easy. The man who pimps non-stop, Mr. David Croft, Take it away, Crofty. It's lights out and away we go. Once a week, one man emerges from the pit lane to deliver all the news, discussion, and results of Formula One. Well, that time has arrived. Sit back, relax, for the Park It In My Ferme show. Here is your host, Colby. That is right. Ooh, smooth operator. And welcome to the Park It In My Ferme show. The show where we discuss all things Formula One, the news, results, discussions, and much, much, much more. If you have missed any episodes, make sure you catch up through Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio, and many, 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 many more. You can literally look up any podcast hosting place and you'll find me there. You can also head over to the website, parkingmyfirmate.com. But tonight, we are going to talk about all things Formula One. The week that was... All the news, Perez finally signing a contract, the king of being the worst at musical chairs ever, has finally won a game, Albon getting the kick and counting down the top five races from the season, listening to all the best commentary calls, team radios and much, 
much, much more. So we need to get started with the news, of course. And when we talk about the news, you know what we'd like to do here. We need to get the best news music going around. Whistleman, come on in. We start with the news. We have some big news straight away. Sergio Perez, my little Mexican jumping bean. And yes, that does sound extremely racist as I say that out loud. He has had a magnificent year. Scoring in nearly every race he started. I think one or two. And they weren't from driver error. They were mechanical. Or the Rona got him. And he's finally got himself a contract. He was the world's worst musical chairs player. Never without a seat. Well, always without a seat. And now he's finally got one, and it's a pretty good one too. Signing a contract with Red Bull. The man deserved one more than anyone else on the grid. Only Lewis Hamilton was really more successful if you look at points per... or scoring per race. I've talked about it multiple times this year, and each time I've suggested that Albon should lose his seat, and Perez should take it. But the more I think about it, the more I believe I may have been mistaken. I believe that Albon was hard done by I'll talk about that a little bit later on in other news. This one brings a smile to my dial. Interlagos will host the F1 weekend for the next five years through to 2025 in Brazil. Unfortunately, we weren't privy to the Brazilian GP this year due to the Rona. But I'm so happy to see that this track will continue to be an F1 staple moving forward. As a lot of people were aware, the Brazilian government were clearing vast amount of the Amazon rainforest to develop a brand new circuit. But the FIA decided to keep their visit to Brazil in Sao Paulo. The naming rights of the Brazilian GP have changed as well, suggesting that there could be a second Brazilian GP. But it's most likely due to the fact that the race was funded entirely by the city of Sao Paulo rather than the Brazilian government itself. But the Brazilian GP needs to be part of the F1 season. It has to be. The racing pedigree from that country alone is something that can only be matched by one or two other countries. They have had 32 drivers represented in Formula 1, present and past, from this beautiful, beautiful country. To have such recent superstars as Massa, Barrichello and Fittipaldi and the Fittipaldi name is plastered all up and down the list of Brazilian drivers. Oh, oh yeah, they had, sorry, they had this one other guy. Possibly the greatest driver of all time, Ayrton Senna. So it is with great joy to see that the Brazilian Grand Prix, well, the Interlagos circuit in Sao Paulo, is going to be remaining there for at least the next five seasons, 2021 through to 2025. So I'm very, very excited to see that. Smooth operator. Smooth operator. <laughs> I remember being in high school. It wasn't that long ago. And my mate was dating this girl. She was fine. <laughs> Want to touch the hiney. See, I had a girlfriend at the time too. So I wasn't going to do anything nasty. But she was nothing. Compared to my mate's girlfriend. Oh, she made me laugh. She was sexy. She was curvy in all the right places. Her body was like Imola. In terms of sex appeal and how badly I wanted to drive her. It was jealousy, I tell you. And I wanted what I couldn't have. The grass was always greener on the other side. And I was blinded by the new love. This new girl. 
Formula One isn't too different. In this scenario, I'm Christian Horner and Red Bull, and my girlfriend is Pierre Gasly. My mate to Alpha Tauri and their girlfriend Alexander Albon. And in August of 2019, Red Bull made the switch. They called Alex up. They put Pierre down. He needed to go down because, and I quote, get more out of the car, according to Christian Horner. Ooh, that might come back to bite me in the ass. Can't believe I said that. But they were right to look at it. Pierre was finishing in about 8th to ninth position all across 2019 in that Red Bull before the switch. He was also finishing about 10th after the switch to Alpha Tower. So Gasly really got worse after the exchange, but not by much. However, Alex averaged a 6th place finish after he got the Red Bull seat in 2019. Now you're probably looking at that 6th place and going, come on, it's 6th place. That's not that great, not even a podium. Yeah, but you've got to remember this is 2019. Ferrari weren't a shit-hot mess at that time. You had six cars consistently at the front of the grid. The two Mercedes, the two Ferraris, the two Red Bulls. It's not like it is today. So at the time, Red Bull made the right choice. The only problem is that those two drivers are now going to be compared to each other for the rest of their careers. Their 2020 average finish... 8.3 8.3 for Albon. Max, 7.1. Gasly, 10.4. Okay, so Albon was still finishing ahead of Gasly on a more consistent basis. But the reason we don't talk about that is because Gasly had a win. One of the most historic wins, and I will definitely be talking about that a little bit later on. You better believe that made my top five. With his victory in Monza, that will be... A race that we will never, ever forget. Two red flags. Incredible. So it's now been a year and a half with this new girlfriend. Now I'm watching my ex have way more fun over there. The only thing I can do is dump her and find myself a little Mexican man to fill a spot. Now I know everyone wanted Red Bull to give up on Albon so quickly. But because we compare him to other great drivers, his teammate is Max Verstappen. And the driver he replaced is Pierre Gasly, a 2020 race winner. It just doesn't seem fair. Another factor is the Ferrari. Because it's now 2020, Ferrari have fallen all the way back to the back of the grid. So if Albon isn't matching it with those top three guys, and he's finishing fifth or sixth, then he's not going to be looking good. So the spotlight is going to be shining much brighter on him. And it's really going to highlight the differences between himself, Max Verstappen, Valtteri Bottas and Lewis Hamilton. Even more against anyone else. So Alex was given keys to the fast car and he couldn't deliver. It turns out they raced him too hard. The honeymoon is over. The more I think about it, it's time to have a few drinks and 
Drunk Doll, my ex. Cody's Top 5. Time for the Top 5. And this week, it is the Top 5 races from the 2020 Formula 1 season. Shorter season, 17 races to pick our Top 5. But don't you worry. Honestly, I'm still not even happy with the order that I've got these top five in. But my God, these were the five. They, and these five really are. I don't think anyone's going to disagree with me. But these five definitely all have something unique about them. All stand out. Five. Let's start number five. The Austrian GP. The first race back on the calendar after the extended break because of the Rona. It had everything. What a way to really get an F1 fan's hopes and dreams up. Whew. Seems like a lifetime ago, but it was an incredible race with everything on offer from Raikkonen. Car just falling apart. That wheel just popped right off. Hamilton taking out Albon, who was having a blinder of a race. Imagine that. Alex Albon, pressure's on. First race back. Hamilton takes you out. He just raced you too hard. But despite crossing the line second, Hamilton then cops a five-second penalty. With Bottas finishing ahead of him, Leclerc and Norris then get promoted to the podium. Let's hear all the sounds and excitement from that race. Uh, 71 laps out of 71 here. Uh, chaos and carnage at times, but Valtteri Bottas wins the season opener here in Austria. It is the Mercedes 1-2 on the road, but Hamilton will not keep second place. He gets a five-second penalty. Charles Leclerc, after a miserable weekend, a miserable weekend so far for Ferrari. Gets on the podium and Lando Norris gets on the podium for the first time in Formula One because of Lewis Hamilton's penalty. And by a tenth of a second, Lando Norris is a podium sitter. McLaren are on the podium. And what a start to the season this has been. Lando, the gap to Hamilton was 4.8, 4.8. I think that's a podium, mate. I think that's a podium. Yes! Well, I don't know, I don't want to celebrate too much yet, but... Oh, I'm so out of breath. Oh, yes, boy! <laughs> Are those tears, mate? Ah, definitely not! Tears of joy, come on. You know, Jose, yeah, man. you're obviously the key to it all. Vamos! Vamos! Hola, mate. Top job. Awesome job, boys. Okay, I'm so happy. Stay on the track. <laughs> GG, boys. Thanks for the hard work. Let's keep it going. It's going to be tough, but yeah, proud of you all. Thank you so much. Proud of you. Not about you, Martin Brundle, but I've really enjoyed those 71 laps. Should we do it again next week? Yeah, let's do it exactly again next week. I, I, it's not often I get so engrossed in a race, I didn't even notice it was the last lap. <laughs> well, that makes two of us. All good things come to those who wait, I said a while ago. Well, in terms of racing entertainment, the Austrian Grand Prix today, that was a very good thing indeed. Four. Number four, Silverstone 2020. Oh, an incredible race with an amazing finish. Watching Daniel Kvyat try to kill himself in a horrific crash. Multiple safety cars and every driver running wide and locking up at some point. It had everything a fan wanted. 
And with three laps remaining, Hamilton led Bottas who led Verstappen and that's when all the shit hit the fan. Bottas's front left tyre just went. Verstappen, sitting a long way back on Hamilton with only two laps remaining, decided to pit to set that fastest lap. Think he had no hope of catching Hamilton and really he didn't. But then it happened. What happened to Bottas happened to Hamilton as well and with half a lap remaining in the race, Hamilton's front left tyre also implodes. Oh, Maxi boy, did you have enough time to catch him? Let's have a listen. And this is Verstappen now coming in because they know Valtteri Bottas is going to have to come into the pits. Leclerc is not going to be a challenge at all. It's a free pit stop for Rebel and it stops them having any tyre issues as well. Uh, I think so. Hamilton to my left tyre also. Again, copy. Same again. So Verstappen 30 seconds behind. And that is Lewis Hamilton. And Hamilton is winning the Grand Prix. But look at the state of that Mercedes car. He has got, he's going through maggots and beckets at the moment. Hamilton's tyre's gone. Verstappen's just going through Woodcut. He's about four corners behind. This is now Lewis Hamilton praying that the chequered flag comes as soon as is humanly possible. The gap between Hamilton and Verstappen going down all the time. 20 seconds at the moment. As down the hangar straight comes Lewis Hamilton. Verstappen just going through. You can see him in the background. Going through Chapel, through Stone now with Lewis Hamilton. Well, they shouldn't catch him from there, but who knows how this race is going to end. Hamilton's got a puncture ahead. He's slow at turn nine. Who is slow? Hamilton, puncture turn 12. Can we win this? If you get on with it. And nine seconds to Verstappen. Seven seconds to Verstappen. Is that the last lap? That's it, mate. You've done it. You've done it. Well, that's it, mate. Yeah, I was about to say the same. It's a close call. Too close for comfort. But for Lewis Hamilton, the checker flag will come in the nick of time for a seventh British Grand Prix victory and a record seventh British Grand Prix victory for the most wins at home. It's Lewis Hamilton who takes the race. Max Verstappen comes home to take second. Charles Leclerc for Ferrari, picking up a second podium of the season ahead of Daniel Ricciardo. He's a lucky boy. He's a lucky boy. Lewis had a puncture at turn seven on the last lap and managed to win still. Very good luck. This is the race winner, Lewis Hamilton, going through Luffield and Woodcut when his tyre went and well, it's a good job he had 30 seconds over Max Verstappen, otherwise he wouldn't be winning today. Mercedes had a good day on one side of the garage. Valtteri Bottas could have been on that podium, but just a few laps from the ends, the tyres started to give way and caused him trouble. Silverstone produced late, late drama. We'll see what it produces in seven days' time. We'll be back again for the 70th anniversary race. Surely it couldn't be as good a finish as this one. Three. Number three, Bahrain Sakia Circuit, the NASCAR Round Track Edition. A week after the fiery inferno that was Roman Grosjean's crash, we are back again. This time, Hamilton has the Rona, and George Russell got to jump into the Mercedes. What a nice little change of pace for him after qualifying second on the grid, just 26 one hundredths. 
0.026 of a second behind Valtteri Bottas. He was in a prime position to not only get his first points and podium in F1, but to win a race as well. And after an early Leclerc cock-up wiping out Verstappen and sent Perez to the rear of the grid, Russell managed to sneak past Bottas on the restart and give himself some distance over the teammate. The only problem was the cock-up after cock-up from the Mercedes pit crew, as Russell was given the wrong tyres on the first time through the pit stop, so he had to come in again. And then a few laps later, having a puncture... What an action-filled race. Perez, however, went on from the back of the grid to win the race. Let's hear all the action from the third best race of the year. Here comes Sergio Perez on Esteban Ocon. He overtook his teammates on the last lap. He's got DRS to help him breeze past Esteban Ocon here. Sergio Perez for the second week in a row here in Bahrain is running in the podium places. Uh, Safety car's been deployed. Yeah, they have to. I, I can't I can't see a gap. I can't see a gap in the way the cars are distributed around the track. And oh, they're stacked up. They're double stacking at Mercedes, the front right tyre uh, was slow for George Russell and for Valtteri Bottas even more confusion uh, for a crew that are normally uh, very, oh, very adept. They're not happy adept. with the left front, they're not happy with his left front. Well they, they double stacked, they've reacted really really quickly Mercedes and Has this is costing a... Bottas, oh, oh his brakes are on fire now as well, they had the wrong compound of tyre on and that's why they couldn't send him out again but now those brakes are overheating, he has lost track position to Sergio Perez, he's gone from second to fifth while all that was happening. Okay, George, we're going to need to box box. We have a mixed tyre set on the car. Basically, what's happened is they've got they've got some of Bottas's tyres on, or indeed, all of Bottas's tyres on. And Valtteri Bottas goes a little bit wider through turn four. Russell's now going to have a go at him on this twisty section of the track, the middle section. He's got the inside line at turn seven, and he goes past his teammate. George Russell overtakes Valtteri Bottas. That was committed. It was brave. It was brilliant. Looks like a rear left puncture. Looks like rear left puncture. That's George Russell's chance of a podium absolutely gone now. Uh, we've been denied a thrilling, thrilling last few laps as well, haven't we? The man who was in last place at the end of lap one comes home to win the Sakir Grand Prix. Sergio Perez, wow, what a race for him and for racing points. Esteban Ocon take a bow, his first podium in Formula One. And it's the first ever double podium for racing points as well as Lance Stroll takes third place. Good job, guys. It was racing points who took 40 points from this race and strengthened their grip on third place in the Constructors' Championship. Uh, but for that man, it's Magnifico, it's Sergio, and the O has gone tonight. He's finally a race winner. Two. Number two, the Turkish Grand Prix in Istanbul. Ooh, on a fresh surface that was not F1 ready. Oh, and to make things more interesting, it was wet. Not just from the weather, but also the track organizers decided to dampen the track for whatever reason. I, I just still don't understand. Drivers were slipping and sliding all over the place. It was almost as if none of the drivers were ready for the wet conditions, or the teams thought it would be wet once this whole season. Mercedes seemed to be going backwards. 
Stroll qualified fastest and the racing points, despite being Mercedes themselves, were looking very, very, very tasty indeed. However, greatness prevailed with Hamilton holding on in horrendous conditions. Perez, second, and Seb Vettel getting on the podium just ahead of Leclerc, who was catching him pretty quickly too. Leclerc, a little cock up towards the end, those last couple of corners. And that's what really gave Perez and Vettel the chance to sneak in there. Rumour has it Valtteri Bottas is still trying to point his car in the right direction after spinning six times during that race. It was hilarious and entertaining as all hell. That is the number two race of the season. Let's have a listen at some of the action. Stroll crosses the line and he does go pole. 147.7. Lance Stroll is on pole for the first time in his career. Said P1, P1. Yes, boys! <laughs> Let's go! Let's go! <laughs> yes! Brad, I want to hear you say it, mate. That's pole position. I want to hear you say it! <laughs> That's pole position, Lance. Pole position. Let's go! <laughs> what the f- Are you okay? Yeah, but... No! Watch the Norris. Yeah, doing my best, but that truck is a absolute joke. Okay. Um, we have Ocon coming out of turn 10 now. Yeah, 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 I think I'm not sure the guys. Not World Championship record is equals. Lewis Hamilton wins the Turkish Grand Prix and is a seven-time champion of the world. Mate, you have got to be proud of that. What an awesome drive. That's for all the kids out there who dream the impossible. Louis, congratulations for the seventh title. I couldn't have done it better. <laughs> Fantastic drive with the slicks. Fantastic. It's really awesome to, to be a witness of that, Louis. Charles, Charles Leclerc. Leclerc locks up on Sergio Perez. He was trying a move to get second place in this race. Perez comes back at him. Sebastian Vettel comes back at Charles Leclerc. Sergio Perez, for the third time in his Formula One career, can see the second flag and take second place in a race. Sergio Perez on the podium. Sebastian Vettel is back on the podium. And Charles Leclerc, who had the podium in his sights, has to settle for fourth. Jacko, yes, P2, P2. Oh man, one more lap and the tie will have exploded. Yeah, we were holding our breath here as well. Well done, well done. Good job, guys. Okay, go for it, go for it, go for it. No way, yeah. P3, P3. Nearly, nearly had him, nearly had him. Ah. Well done, Seb. It was awesome. Yeah, thank you. It was an intense race. I think I'll sleep well tonight. Grazie uh, tutti. How did you like the first lap? Yeah, it was cool. I was on fire. Grazie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There was a lion there.
one. And number one. The number one race of 2020. I said it earlier in the podcast. It was, of course, Monza. What a race this was with multiple crashes. Two red flags. Hamilton receiving a 10-second penalty for pitting when the pit lane was closed. The weirdest safety car restart I've ever seen, which led to the Italian in Italy, Alpha Tauri, with Pierre Gasly behind the wheel, led them to victory ahead of Carlos Sainz and Sergio Perez. Listen to the celebrations. If you... Oh, my lord. I just, uh, just listen. The safety car itself is being deployed. So not just a virtual safety car, but the safety car itself. But it closes the pack up nicely. Yes. I so much prefer a proper safety car. Oh, staying out. Carlos Sainz. Interesting. Is Lando and Norris Lando staying, Norris staying yes. out? Then that means you've got oh, a very I'll tell you why. The pit lane entry is now closed. The pit lane entry was closed at 15.41, the same time as the safety car was deployed. Uh, is Lewis Hamilton in a bit of trouble? I mean, it makes sense from a strategic point of view. Safety car, you go and pit, but if it says it's closed, you can't go and get your tyres changed. Lewis Hamilton has a 10-second stop-go penalty. Lewis Hamilton is now going to have to come into the pits, stop for 10 seconds, and then go back out again. It is last lap shenanigans here at Monza. And whilst the engine mode regulations mean that things have to stay the same between qualifying and the race, when it comes to the last lap, you can dump as much electrical energy as you want to give you more pace. And good power then, good traction now there for Gasly, but we've got DRS on board the McLaren as we are at the moment. He'll be very close, but I doubt close enough. So it's going to be a slipstream then down to Parabolica and off the last corner. But the Alpha Tauri's got great traction. Pierre Gasly is in front for the Alpha Tauri team that won here as Toro Rosso. And they are going to win in 2020 as Alpha Tauri. Pierre Gasly wins the Italian Grand Prix. Oh my, oh my, is that just wonderful. Carlos Sainz. Comes home for second place, and what a great fight he gave. Lance Stroll completes the podium places. Oh my god, guys, we did it again! Oh my god, yes! David beats Goliath. What a great day for Formula One this is. Yep, for Mercedes today, uh, the race was just a bit ghastly. Uh, for the winner, it was just pure ghastly. Well done, Pierre. The Italian Grand Prix, it's a home win for Alpha Tauri. All right, guys, they were the top five races of the 2020 season, in my opinion, of course. My opinion is, as always, correct. If you do get a chance, and I know you can't go to Pornhub anymore to have a look at these races. They've taken those down. But if you do get a chance to have a look at these five races, any races this year, these are the five that you have to watch. They are incredible. From start to finish, a lot better than that boring Abu Dhabi race to finish at the Yas Marina circuit. Let me know what you think. They're my top five. Well, it's hard to say goodbye to the ones you love. And that's going to do it this week for the Park It In My Ferme show. I'll be back next week, of course, to rank the drivers from 21st. That's right. We had 21 drivers this year. Actually, we had more than that. We had Hulkenberg, we had Fittipaldi, we, we had a few drivers. I'm actually going to rank them all from 21st or 22nd all the way down to number one. And bring you all the latest and greatest in news from around the world of Formula One. Make sure you head to parkitinmyfermay.com. 
the website to catch up on all the episodes and also subscribe and follow us all podcasting platforms Spotify iHeartRadio iTunes and many 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 more we are literally everywhere and last but not least head over to the Facebook page give it a like come and say hi slide into my DMs like Grosjean slides into a barrier and talk all things F1 with me I love it the discussions the news the opinions the memes and the fun thank you so much for stopping by my pimps pimping ain't easy my pimps I will catch you next week. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Sports Social Podcast Network.